What's going on, KG? What's happening, BJ? Hey, man. Nothing much, man. Ready to do this? Of course. Hey, man. Everybody, welcome to the Out of Bounds podcast brought to you by Anchor FM. Me and KG holding down the fort tonight. Um, we are just going to be talking about the NBA playoffs tonight. I think it's, a, it's plenty to talk about our beloved Washington Wizards. Hold on, wait, wait, let's get that right. Your beloved Washington Wizards. Well, my, my beloved Washington Wizards that everybody has uh, opinions on up and down. We're going to get all into the playoffs. Let's, 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 let's start with them. Let's start with the Wizards. Um, we haven't been on in a minute, so the Wizards are, went to Toronto, started out game one, game two, lost, dropped both of those games. Bradley Bill and um, Otto Porter were non-existent. Um, they came back to D.C. Bradley Bill showed up. I got to give him his props, man. He showed up, showed out, I think, both games. Game three, I think they him and Wall combined for 58, and I think game um, four, they combined for 56, I want to say. If I'm wrong, it's around that. I know I know they, they were up there. Um, still not getting much out of Otto Porter. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Otto. I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know if he's dealing with something right now. He just doesn't look like the auto porter we're used to. I'm talking we're talking about somebody that's uh believe he finished third in the league in three point percentage. So you would think that it would be plays in the book for him just to get, you know, his shot off. But uh what do you see, KG? I mean, what, what's your what's your thoughts on the Wizards before we really dive into it? Give me your initial thoughts. Well, you know I predicted the Wizards to lose in five games. To say that, and I, I told every Wizard fan, I said, be lucky that I'm going against the Wizards because if anybody, our loyal listeners, you know anybody I pick, I'm always losing. So when I go against the team, you already know what it is. But I picked them to go in five. And they were headed that way the first two games. Game three and game four, they turned into the team that we've been talking about that should have been the last – a uh, month and a half or so of the season. I would say two months of the season. This is that 55-win team that I told you that is possible and, and they could play to be. Oh, no, they can't. They showed. And they showed off. And I'm not a Wizard fan. I'm not hopping on a bandwagon. But I loved seeing them get out and just space the floor, run, and, you know, just do their thing. It just felt good to see them do that. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. And, and I said it once before on one of our last podcasts. I don't get into the Wizards um, as far as talking about them because I don't want to see them do good. I get into them because I know what type of team this can be with the talent they have, and they're not performing up to par. They're underachieving, okay? Now, the series is tied 2-2. If you get – they go back to Toronto – and get the Bradley Bill that played in game three and four, it's gonna Toronto's gonna have a hard time with Washington because you gotta think the first two games, they really they I think they lost the first game by six or eight, and they lost the second game by eleven. And this is with Bradley Bill and Otto Porter. I think the the game two they combined for twenty one points. And I wrote on my Facebook post that these two guys Porter and Bill almost make $50 million combined 
and all you get is 21 points, four rebounds, five assists, I think that game, Otto Porter didn't have a shot from three-point land. That's unacceptable for somebody shot third in the league for his percentage, three-point. That's unacceptable. Um, I think the, the Raptors have an overall better team because uh, Valsalunas, Gortat can't do anything with him. And Valsalunas isn't the fastest guy in the world, but he's making Gortat look like he's stuck in mud. Okay. Um, Markeith Morris, I could still do without Markeith Morris. I really could. Give me Mike Scott. Give me Mahimi. Um, I think that's the future of the team. Uh, Mahimi has to learn how to play ball and not. He picked up three quick fouls in game three. And I think those were ticky tack fouls. Yeah, those were ticky tack fouls. But he was he was he was bringing energy. He was cutting to the basket, getting dunks, getting rebounds. They really needed him. Like those three, they hurt him when he had to go back out. Mike Scott is giving him energy. Kelly Oubre is logging minutes now. Um, of course, Ty Lawson. We all know about how what Ty Lawson did. You know, big game Ty. Um, but this this team is just they're definitely underachieving, and they 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 showed you what they could do three in games three and four, and the, in the in the in the if it's if it's still a bright side to look up, like okay, they won three and four, but you still didn't get anything out of your third person out of the big three, which is Otto Porter. Now imagine if they got something out of Otto Porter. You can't have a big three, and one person come to short. That was John Wall game one and two. All right, Brad came to play. I'm giving Brad his props, but that's what you're supposed to do, kid. You. You, you got paid a max contract. You're supposed to play all time. You're supposed to show up in the playoffs, man. Um, I think if Brad come to play in game five, I can see the Wizards pulling this out. I, I can see them pulling it out, but they have to come to play, man. It can't be no five for 15 shooting. You know, John can't be the only one being aggressive. I know the home cooking help, but they they have to be consistent. We've been saying this all year about the Wizards, how inconsistent the Wizards are playing ball. They could be consistent, man. The sky's the limit for the Wizards. Like last year, they lost to Boston in seven. They let Kelly O'Neal destroy them in Game Seven. Um, I think everybody's expectation for this team. I mean, you're supposed to get better every year. I think it was. For me, it was East Finals or bust. For me, this team had to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals or the years of bust. Not the first, not the second round. I mean, am I wrong, KG? No, not at all, because I, I said it at the beginning of the playoffs when, and I know I get on Wizard fans a lot, especially the ones that I work with. But they take it wrong when I'm criticizing. It's it's not even a criticize. It's constructive criticism. That's what I should say it is, because you're you're sitting there pumping your chest, and you, you know you walking around boasting that you made the playoffs, but you're in the eighth spot. You belong in the top three. That's where you're supposed to be this year. This is supposed to be your turning point, and you pretty much you have you 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 regress. And I agree with you. It should have been East Finals or bus. It should still be East Finals or bus. You should be waiting to see LeBron. Well, now you'll see LeBron next round. But 
in a perfect world, you should be waiting to see LeBron in the East Finals. Of course, LeBron's going to dominate you, but then next year you come back, see LeBron again in the East Finals, and you finally slay the dragon. That's the way it's supposed to be. Those are the steps that John Wall is a superstar. Dare I say Bradley Beal is a superstar. Otto Porter is an emerging superstar. Those, those are the steps that you have to take to get to that next level. You have to beat the bullies of the East. And it's not very many, but you LeBron is the bully of the East, and you have to beat the bully of the East. Hey, you know what? I wouldn't give – John is definitely a superstar. I wouldn't give Brad a superstar. He's a star. And I don't think Otto Porter is a star. I just think he's a good player. He hasn't proven to me he's a star. Like, you know what I mean? Star, I'm trying to think of a a star player. Um, Clay Thompson? Clay Thompson is a star player. I think that's, you know, right now, that's what Bradley Bill is showing. He can hit shots. And and we can't, I think we could both agree that Otto Porter isn't on that Clay Thompson. No, no. He's he's not even on Draymond Green's level. And and, and see that, and Golden State is a prime example. Your superstars are Durant and Curry. Your stars are Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, um, whoever else. You know what I mean? Those are your stars. You got got a a lot of guys, man. You got – they just – they got a lot of guys in Golden State that – Probably wouldn't be stars elsewhere, but this system makes them stars. Exactly, and and you gotta play. You gotta play your system. You gotta. It's a system makes the team stronger, especially if you're playing the right system. But ladies and gentlemen, the Wizards are not the only team in the playoffs. We're watching the Houston Rockets destroy the Minnesota Timberwolves right now. Um, it's not even that they just overpowered, overmatched right now. This game breaks my heart. Yeah, I mean, they, it's just not enough. I think it's unfair to Derrick Rose that everybody expects him to be the MVP he once was. He's not that guy. He never will be that guy again. But he's still a good player. And he contributes. I, I don't know if I can agree I think, with you on that one, B. Uh, yeah. I think I, I think the person that's letting his team down in this series is Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, he's been you know, this, this this playoffs right here is showing you who. Who's going to come out and play? Who's going to try to be bullies? And who's going to run away and hide? Right now, uh, nobody. I don't think anybody thought the Pelicans were going to sweep the Blazers. Dame, Damian Lillard went and hide. He definitely went and hid. Absolutely went and hid. He, he was almost non-existent. Um, the, the so-called big three of OKC. Uh, the fourth quarter of their game was game two. I think the I think George Westbrook and Melo were like 0 for 16. Mm-hmm. You know what I don't like? And we, we'll stay with the Oklahoma series for a second. Rookie Rubio had a triple-double um, in the last game at Utah. Utah has one of the best crowds in the game. Do you hear me? Like, the noise level, the energy they give that team is unmatched. And Washington is not even if, – if that's a 10 – Washington is a zero. The Washington doesn't give you that type of energy. They they'll start cheering and stuff once you get the lead and stuff. But if you need energy from a crowd, Utah, um, of course, Golden State now because their team is winning. 
the Lakers crowd is always like that. Sacramento in the early 2000s. I think that was the best crowd with them cowbells and Aqua Arena was just rocking, man. Yep. Sacramento give give you good. Indiana's crowd is good. Portland used to be like that. Um, Portland used to be like that. Portland used to really give it to you. Their crowd used to, yeah. would, would be uh, like it wasn't as loud as Sacramento, but their crowd was loud at the Rose Garden. I think I think I would still give Portland top fifteen uh, crowd as far as the teams out of the league. I think I would still give them that. And not being biased, the Bulls. The Bulls can put a bad team on the floor, but that crowd gets it's such a diehard fan base. They get behind the team, and you start feeling that that energy and that pulse. Yeah, but. Like you said, I wonder why the Wizards don't. The other night, and you know, I, I I hit you up and I said, "B, look at that crowd. Look how they look how they just on their feet and they were just loud." And I was like, "Why can't it be like that all the time?" Yeah, and I'm, I yeah, you I don't mean just for the Wizards. I mean DC fans. Period. I think the Capitals get that. I think the Capitals get that. I think the. If it's a big game, the Redskins get that. Uh, I mean, I think somebody put a good point, and we're going to stop talking about D.C. in a minute. We're going to talk about everything. But I think somebody made a really good point. Like, you got a lot of people in this area that are transplants that are in and out this area, so you don't have a, a you know, a, a home fan base like everybody else does. You know, people moving in and out of the city. This is, you know, people come for their internships and the move to the city for college and this, that, and the other. And the fans that, you know, actually would cheer like that can't afford to go to the game. You know what I mean? So um, I think the Capitals, the, the Capitals hit that game win and go the other night uh, at home against Columbus. And, they, you know, it was rocking then. But I think everybody's on pins and needles because of the Capitals playoff history. So that's another show for another time. So. Um, like I said, Houston is is beating a, the tar out of Minnesota. They're going to go up three one in this. But do you know why they're beating Minnesota? Why is that? Because let let let, let me let me break it down real quick. Okay, you got Minnesota coached by my man Tibbs. You know I'm a big Tibbs fan from when he was in Chicago. Um, what he did in Boston, he won a championship. But Tibbs is trying to he's trying to contain Trevor Ariza who has 15 points right now. James Harden, who has 34. Chris Paul, who has 25. Eric Gordon, who has 18. And he's trying to contain them. And uh, uh, Capella has 16 rebounds. He's on his way to a double-double. He has nine points and 16 rebounds. But like like we were saying before, man, I think the – the big disappointment of this series is is Towns, man. Like he's just not like to be the big like he got seventeen points, seven rebounds right now. Not 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 to be the star of the team, bro. You have to be over twenty five, over ten rebounds, not six for sixteen shooting. Right. It's like the playoffs started and you know he, he just like went into a shell. It's just like you know. He, you learn who your big time players are. They don't have enough. Like Jimmy Butler can't guard everybody. No. It's a lot of it's a lot of work guarding James Harden, man, and, and trying to put something on the offense too. You got to have help from, you know. They got 
Harden, Paul, Ariza. You need help. But think about this. You know who they haven't unleashed yet? Who? Joe Johnson. Houston has Joe Johnson. And they have to unleash him. I guarantee you'll see him in the uh, if they meet up with uh, with Golden State. Yeah, I guarantee you see it because I don't see I don't see Houston having a problem with Oklahoma City or the Jazz. I, I think the Jazz will present a problem because of uh, Donovan Mitchell and Donovan Mitchell. If he doesn't get Rookie of the Year, there is a problem in the NBA. Well, speaking of the other person that's considered rookie of the year my favorite series right now this series taking me back in the day y'all this is like 80s playoff basketball this philadelphia miami series is as chippy and and they're developing a hate for each other which i love like they they're genuinely not liking each other right now this this is the playoffs this is how it's supposed to be we're not supposed to be nice and shaking hands i don't care about you it's the playoffs. Philly's up 3-1. I, I expect them to dispose of Miami the next game. They play tomorrow. Um, I think Philly Philly will play the winner of the Boston-Milwaukee series. I see Philly being in the East Finals. Now, the other side of the bracket with the Wizards and the Raptors and Cleveland and Indiana, I don't know what's going on over there. I really don't. I, I can't. Boston's playing some good ball, even though Milwaukee came back and tied the series. Um, the Pacers they could have as easy as they lost that last game they could have won it, one hundred four to one hundred. I mean they were a couple shots away. They they came back the last two games. They came back from seventeen down in game three, so they show you they can do it. But you can't play like that every game. You you gotta, you know that that takes a lot of energy trying to come back from fifteen ten down, and then when you get there you didn't expend your energy and you know. Give me right back. But do you think that was a bad call at the end of the game when Lance Stevenson tied up Jeff Green, a Hoya, and they didn't they called the foul on Lance Stevenson instead of calling the jump ball? Uh man, it's been so many questionable calls in this series. I mean, you could go back to the the Brad Bill foul out. I mean, he just put his hands up and they called a foul on a foul out the game. I mean, you're not supposed to get those calls against you at home. True indeed. You know, the, the, the Washington's at home. You you know, that, that if anything, that was supposed to be a no call. And it definitely shouldn't have been a foul. But, um, man, I don't know, man. I, it, I don't – I really think – and don't get me wrong. Lance Stevenson is a talent, but his antics, the way he's, he's going about it, especially when he plays against LeBron, the way he's going, it's starting to get really, really aggravating. And I'm like, he's 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 like pushing that button. He's not even on the Dennis Rodman tiptoe in the line. He's trying to push that button with somebody's going to knock him out. I'm sorry. Hey, bro, but that's how he plays ball, and it, it's working for him. I mean, he he does get under LeBron's skin at times. Yeah, you know, he he absolutely does. So, you know, to each his own, man. You gotta, I mean, I I feel like he's not. Like over, I feel like he's being himself. Yeah, no, he's being himself. But the the tied up, you know, like he grabbed uh he grabbed LeBron's arm, and LeBron's like trying to hold his arms up to let him go because you know don't, nobody wants to tap. And he's like, it's like he's 
itching. And I'm like, if LeBron was any other dude, he would have went off. But LeBron's like, no, my team needs me, and I understand that. Speaking of which, jump back to the Wizards real quick. When John Wall and Serge Ibaka got into it, did well, it started with uh, Bradley Bill trying to get the ball from um, what's the guy's name? Barcelona. Barcelona's. And he wouldn't give him the ball. He kept holding the ball away from him. And then everybody came out. Them two got separated. I don't know what John Wall said to Serge Ibaka, but John Wall, if you ever listen to Out of Bounds, that right there, what you did, that posturing, how you grabbed your shorts and you stood there, that's a straight Barry Farms move, kid. I, I like I, I I was on the edge of the bed, like no, he didn't. Go ahead, John. This is your house. Like I got amped up, like I was a true wizard fan because he made me feel that fire, that energy that they I've been dying for them to bring for two months. He made me feel it. Like I felt so good. I was like, you know what? I can suit up and go run through a brick wall for John Wall. Hey man, I think I think um I think I know what he said, but we are not gonna repeat that on the on the on the podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah man they 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 definitely showed out at home man. Um I just I just wanna see them do it in Toronto. I don't know what to make of this Cleveland Pacing series. I I feel like if LeBron, they got they basically got the best out of uh, three games now. Basically, if, Le, if LeBron James wants this series, it's going to be the, the Cavaliers because LeBron James can nobody on that that Pacers team stop him. If he want to score fifty, if he want to will his team to victory, that's what he's going to do. But see, this is the difference from any other year. If he wants to score fifty, LeBron can go ahead and score fifty. But you got to worry about Oladipo scoring forty eight. Because Oladipo has been putting the – oh, my goodness. I, 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 He's been putting the sauce on him. Oh, yeah, That's he has. Been doing. And he has. He absolutely has. I, 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 I've been watching Oladipo since he came out of college. Well, actually in college. And he's a D.C. kid. So, of course, I, you know, I keep a close eye on him. But he has been traded around. And any team that has traded him, they look like fools right now. Yeah, they do. Especially Oklahoma City. They look like a fool right now. Especially with Paul George and Carmelo Anthony not doing anything. Like, Carmelo Anthony is almost worthless. But that's not the comment. That's I don't know who that guy is. That's not Carmelo Anthony. I don't know who that is. I don't know who he is either. It's definitely not the, the guy that, that – uh, they got New York got the first couple years. It's not the guy that was in Denver. Like it just it seemed like he just lost interest in basketball and he just he, there for the ride. Yeah, he just he's there for the ride. He's doing it because that's what he's you know everybody told him he's supposed to do. Like I'd rather see him leave, man. It just he just I he, you could tell he's not really you know I don't want to see the hooded mellow working out. I mean sometimes it just seems like he's not there, you know, physically and mentally. So, but that says a lot about Russell Westbrook because Russell Westbrook started off his rookie year with him, Durant, Harden. They didn't sign Harden back. Harden went to Houston. It was him and Durant. Durant didn't sign back. He went to Golden State. Then it was just Harden, and he's been carrying that team. Then you get him help. Paul George is gone after this year. 
I'm sure they're going to use Carmelo as trade bait man, and, and try to get man, somebody going. Man, don't nobody want that problem, man. That's a headache, man. But he's, I, I think both of them are gone. Whether he's a headache or not, he will be used as trade bait. Paul George will wind up being a Laker along with Kawhi Leonard and Kawhi Leonard is not going. San Antonio is not going to let Kawhi Leonard go to the Lakers. Absolutely not. Um, real quick, man. Uh, I'm gonna go through the series, and you give me who you think going to win the series. I'm gonna give you the uh, the uh, games too. So we got Toronto and Washington tied at two apiece. Who you think coming out of that series? My initial pick was Toronto, but I'm gonna take the Wiz kid. I'm a, no, no. You know what? I'm not even going to do it. I'm not going to jinx them. I'm going to take Toronto in six. Okay. I'm going with the Wizards in, in seven. I think the Wizards are going to pull out one of these Toronto games and keep home floor. And I think you're going to see the Wizards come out of that. Uh, next game, the, the Cavaliers and the Pacers tied at 2-2. Who you got winning that series? Cavs in six, no doubt. Cavs in six. Uh, even though I just said LeBron can will his team to victory, I'm going to take the Pacers in seven. I'm gonna take the Pacers in seven, knocking out the the Cavaliers in the first round. Mm. Then you know what that means. That's gonna pave. I'm sorry to say it. That's gonna pave the King's exit, and the King will he will head to L.A. Uh, we will see. Philadelphia and Miami. Philadelphia is up three one. Philly in seven. Uh, Philly in five. Philly's gonna finish out Miami next game. Mm. They they just it, it's, it's, it ever since Embiid came back, it just overpowered Miami. They got too much for Miami. You know what? I said something about Embiid. Now he's a he's a talent. Don't get me wrong, but this summer, I would love to see him go work with with the Dream and just work on his footwork and just on, along with that outside shot, he started taking people down in the paint and just murdering them. Like they're gonna have to call the police because he's down there murdering people in the paint. He's killing with the dream, shaking the footwork because he's light enough, he's nimble enough. Like I love his game, and I'm like, okay, this is what we've been waiting for. This is what worth the price of admission. So, uh, this is just the start for Philly. Yeah, it is. I'm abs- I'm jealous of Philly, man. They they got Ben Simmons, which could be the rookie of the years between him and Donovan Mitchell. They got folks back. They got Embiid. They got good pieces, good shooters. You got an old J. Ready. Hey, man, the, the team is, you know, I know Ben Simmons and Embiid, uh, you know, as far as playoffs are, you know, the first first go-around, but you couldn't tell, man. I like just the way they, that 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 screen that Ben Simmons laid out, Dwayne Wade, boy, when I tell you I got excited, that is playoff basketball. And, and I was telling you, sometimes you have to take that foul just to set a, send a message and set a tone. Like, I don't care who you are. I don't care how many championships you had, what you won in the past. You come here again, I'm going to knock your teeth out. Mm-hmm. And you got to send that message sometime. I mean, we watched, we grew up on 80s playoff basketball, 90s. We watched that all in the 80s, man. You come, especially Jordan, you come to this lane again, and you're going to be laying on your back on the floor. Yep. You know? So. And then you said something about setting the tone, that hard screen to set the tone. And Take it back, uh, the 82 championship between Georgetown and uh, North Carolina. John Thompson told Patrick Ewing, I don't care if you get the goaltender. 
Every time they come through the lane, they lay Swat something everything. up and spot it. Swat everything. Yep. It's it, that intimidation factor. Yep. Intimidation is setting the tone. And that's what it's about. Um, next series, Boston and Milwaukee, man. Two, they, they tied up 2 2. I don't know about that one either. You got a Kyrie-less Celtics team, but Guy Honest, man, he can't do it all. But I think the Celtics will pull it out in seven. I, I, I'm right behind you. I think everybody. I think they're going to hold it home court. Um, I think the home court is giving each team just enough energy to get by, get some of that good old home cooking. I, I got Boston in seven also. We were just talking about the Houston-Minnesota series. I don't – this is going back to Houston 3-1. This is going to finish in Houston 4-1. What you say? I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's no way in, in – and you know what? I, it's sad that I say that because if you remember, I think we – what was that? Episode three or four, around a trade deadline. I said, you know, hey, if the T-Wolves, they sign Derrick Rose and they get the Derrick Rose from New York where he just, you know, he give you 18 and 9. You know, 18 and 7, it's going to help out because it's going to take less wear and tear off of Jamal Crawford, another former bull. Oh, my God. But, but Derrick Rose, Rose is playing good. That's the thing. Derrick Rose is, he, he, it's, it, you, you cannot have your main star, your team, disappear, which is Carl Anthony. Exactly. I'm watching him getting dunked. Clint Capella is owning Carl Anthony Towns right now. And you can't have that. You cannot have your main star player. Like, you can look at his body language right now. He's broken. Like, he's broken. Headlights. Yeah, he's broken right now. He doesn't really want to play no more. So, you, sometimes it takes you getting your tail kicked in the playoffs a couple of years to get that edge. And some people, like Ben Simmons and Joe, Joel Embiid, have already have that edge. You don't have to teach them anything. They that they they're born with it. Some people are born with it. Some people have to learn it. Some people will never ever have it. You know. Uh, next series: Oklahoma City and Utah. Let me tell you before you give me your prediction on the series. Utah leading two one. They play after this game, the Houston Minnesota game. Ricky Rubio had a triple double, and um, Westbrook has played been playing like doo doo this whole series. I guess it it hurt his feelings, and he guaranteed. Basically, that Rubio wouldn't do the next game. I don't like that. I don't like that. You like guarantee that Carmelo Anthony will show up next game. Mm-hmm. Guarantee that you're gonna put more than twenty points on the board. Guarantee that you're gonna make a shot in the fourth quarter, like unlike you did the game, um, game three, the game two, I believe, game two. I'm sorry, in Oklahoma City. Put, a, put some shots up on the board in the fourth quarter. I'm mean, like, you got dominated. Get the man his props. Hey, man, he played a hell of a game. We're going to try to limit that next game. But to, to come out, y'all losing, you know, you haven't shown any flashes of the MVP, Russell Westbrook, that, you know, we've seen all season. I don't want to hear that, man. I don't want to hear it. What you think? If Russell Westbrook now, this is game three, 14 points, 5 of 17 shooting. One for four from three-point range. He's not getting to the line. He was only only at the line three for four. But you crying about but you crying about Ricky Rubio. You need to you need to turn ten your focus elsewhere. 
And he did all of that in 37 minutes. Now, Ricky Rubio played 36, 36 minutes, 26 points, 9 of 18 shooting. Not good, not great, but it's better than what Russell Westbrook shot. He was 2-9, and nine, and I remember I watched the end of this game, and they was like Ricky Rubio was off from three-point range, but he kept he kept shooting. He was 2-9, and 6-7 from the free-throw line, but he had 10 rebounds. I'm sorry, 11 rebounds and 10 assists. Now, you sitting there talking about you're going to stop him? He only had four turnovers, too. You said you're going to stop him? He's not going to do it again? He guaranteed it. He guaranteed it. Well, I'm sorry, Russell. You're a great player. You are – one of the leaders of this league, but you cannot turn the ball over eight times and then say you're not going to stop him. That that you guarantee that you're going to stop him from getting a triple double. It's not possible, kid. Man, I got I got Utah winning this four to two. I really do. I don't think Oklahoma. I just when you got somebody as dead as Carmelo Anthony as far as dead weight, I just don't see nobody else is really bringing anything to Oklahoma City. Uh, Paul George, if he gets hot, he get hot. I mean, he got hot last game. He got hot last game. It just it still wasn't enough to bring them over the hump. I mean, like, eight shooting from three point range. That's where you had the problem at. And, and we just talked about what that with the Wizards. Your big three, you can't have one person show up and expect to win. Like if you're playing Golden State, you know Curry is going to drop buckets. You know Durant's going to drop buckets. And then what kills you is you don't know. If it's gonna be Clay Thompson, you don't know if it's gonna be Draymond Green. You don't know if Sean Livingston gonna come off the bench. You don't know if Javale McGee gonna get some putbacks and have 15 points and 25 rebounds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, after that, you you know what you're getting in Durant and 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 Curry, and that bring us bring us bring us to our last series because the Portland series is done. New Orleans is, is advanced. They swept them. They dominated them. Golden State is up three one on the Spurs. Spurs got to win. Uh, then this is going to end in Golden State and Oakland. This, this is this is over with. Um, and then they're talking about Steph Curry maybe being back for round two. Yep. Maybe. Yep. Is they gonna have a handfuls with New Orleans? They going. <laughs> that's gonna be. That's gonna be a good series. And I'm taking. I'm taking Golden State. And that's, now, granted. It seemed like uh, Ginobili and Parker turned the clock back because I can't. I'm sitting here thinking Ginobili's forty. Yep. I remember when he came in the league. Yep. And Tony Parker. I'm like Tony Parker was a 19 year old when he came in the league. Full head of hair. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, Ginobili forty. Yep. I, I was reading something. They asked Steve Kerr. They say, do you want to check Ginobili's birth certificate and really believe he's forty and not twenty one? Steve Kerr laughed and said, I know he's old because he was one of my one of my teammates. Yeah. Yep. Man, but I think I think that's the last run for these guys, man. I they I was actually thinking about that if they would want to come back one more year to to go out the right way with Pop, because you know, Pop ain't coaching right now. True. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he took the rest of the series off. You know, to, 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 to you know, it it would be understood if he did. And but in a way, I wouldn't want him to because sitting at home after that, it's so many emotions and it's like, but it's it's going to happen one way or another. But I think that this series will be over in six. I think San Antonio win uh, win the next game and then Golden State to take them out. Bro, I don't got San Antonio beating Golden State and Golden State. That's 
Four series is over. This game, bro. Yeah, that series is over, brother. That series is over. Golden State will be playing New Orleans. Houston will be waiting for the winner of OKC and Utah. And we don't know what's going on. The only sure thing I think in the East right now is Philly. Yeah. And that's why I think Philly will be in the East Finals. I think it'll be a very entertaining East Finals, um, especially if they get Toronto or Washington. So, but. You know, I, I think if Washington, just in a hypothetical, if Washington matched up with Philly in the Eastern Conference Finals, I think that would go seven. But it depends on what Wizards team you say you see. If this is a Wizards team, if you're saying a Wizards team that can get out on the break and run and don't really have to set up a half-court offense, they can just run them to death, Philly ain't going to be able to keep up with them. Because Washington runs – they run the floor better than a lot of teams, but their half-court offense sucks. When they have to set plays – they suck because in this day and age of the NBA, it's like you got the ball handler and everybody's standing around. It's no motion, no movement. Everybody's just standing and watching. Hey, man, I think I think the opposite, man. I actually think Philly can run or run better than Washington because you got all – their whole starting five can run. MB, uh, Ben Simmons, Reddick, all of them guys can run. Now, the, the opposite for Washington – Gortat can't run with Embiid. That's why you wouldn't put him on him. I mean, but that's who you got. The, one of the things you will have to lock down everybody else, and let if Embiid's not going to score hundred points by himself, let Embiid go. Let him score seventy a game, but you lock everybody else down, and you score one twenty. I just don't see the Wizards locking Ben Simmons down either, and it, and it's sloppy. As sloppy as, as sloppy as they've been playing against Toronto as far as letting these three-pointers, you got J.J. Redick, of all people, <laughs> and, and MB can shoot threes, too. I mean, I, I just that, – that'll be a long series for Washington. And long, yeah. The only person that – you know what, and, and people probably look at me crazy, but I will put Porter on MB. Mm. I, I will put Porter on MB. I mean, he go, you're giving up some height. But Porter's long. Porter can move just as fast as Embiid. I mean, you because you you who who do you have? Mahimi, big body, but I think Embiid got a step on Mahimi. Yeah, and I agree with like, that. And then Mahimi, you know, likes to get in foul trouble. But we're getting way ahead of ourselves. The Wizards still got to get past Toronto, so um, I think that'll be it for us tonight. Hey. Everybody out of bounds. We're going to be bringing you Wednesday night. We're going to be bringing you our pre-draft show. Uh, We're going to go into detail of um, everybody's team as far as the co-hosts and what we think they should draft and the needs of the draft. Uh, You're more than welcome to tweet us, email us, Facebook us. If you want to maybe put your team out there and what you think they should draft, Please send it to us. We'll we'll read it on the air. Um, we're gonna talk some NFL and NBA on um, Wednesday night. KG, you know what you got to do, man. Tell them how they can reach us and and t- far as Twitter, Facebook, email, everything. Well, let me start off by saying the Caps are moving on to round two. That just that is breaking news. Caps, caps moving on. The Caps won. Yes, sir. 
Amen. Moving on to round two, so you know I'm in a happy mood. You can reach us on Twitter at OOB Show Podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, OOB Podcast 4. You can reach us on uh, by email, OOB Show Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook, Out of Bounds Podcast. We on Instagram, OOB Show Podcast. We have, you can hear us right here on Anchor FM, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Apple iTunes. And that's the podcast side of Apple iTunes, please. It's not in the actual iTunes, it's the podcast side of Apple iTunes. And play music on the Google and Android apps. Hey, man. Like always, we are brought to you by Scott's Mobile Detail. You want a clean car? You don't feel like touching your car? You want somebody to come to you and, and clean that car for you in the DMV area? Please hit my man B up at 757-218-9453. He will come to you. He will get that car showroom ready. Professional service with a smile. And ladies and gentlemen, that is it for us tonight on Out of Bounds. Thank y'all for listening. Like I said, like Kevin said, please, all those platforms, please listen, share, uh, tweet us, Facebook us. We we love the feedback. We love hearing from everybody. Um, and like I said, that's it for tonight. I'm BJ KG. Good night and rock the red, everybody. Hey, the Capitals moving on, baby. Good stuff. Until next time, we will hear we'll talk to y'all Wednesday night. Some draft stuff and NBA talk. So until then, everybody be safe.